Welcome back to the captain's run. Let's get straight into it, shall we? Let's talk about the judiciary results from last night. Corey Horsburgh, his season is over unless the Raiders make the grand final. Found guilty of a grade one shoulder charge on Corey Jensen and will miss four matches. Jared Wawira Hargreaves failed his bid to have his dangerous contact charge on Abby Coruscant downgraded. He will now miss seven matches in total after also oh. pleading guilty to striking Stefano Uta Akamanu. Uh, Cam, mate, what do you think? Does this change anything for the, both sides? And what do you think of the decisions? Well, the biggest blow, uh, you know, in the context of both of these these players or or their teams, their respective sides, is is Jared's mm. by the Roosters, like. This is this is not just not just for their chances to make the finals. Like this was going to be the biggest game of their season coming up against the Rabbitohs. Like they're bitter rivals. This is what both fans like. The entire game hangs out for this match between the two clubs because they know there's there's so much feeling between both footy sides. And for my like, just the situation how it unfolded, you know, when these incidents happened, like the game was gone. The Roosters had won well and truly had total control of the game. They're up by 18 points, I think. And then Jared hits Appy late, which is, you know, it, it's well and truly late and was high. Um, and then goes and headbutts Stefano as well. Like it just, for a guy that's played, what he's nearly played 300 games, like it's 297, I think, or 298 now. Um, something like that. Like for a guy of his experience, he should have known a lot better than that. And and I think it's it's since come out can be that yeah the Tigers boys were they were into him a little bit just you know saying oh mate you're you're too old give it away and give it up and all that sort of stuff up if I was him I just would have turned around and just said boys have a look at the scoreboard mate enjoy your Mad Monday next week yeah I would have said oi, where's your rings bros yeah something like that like I got sledged for the last eight years of my career mm. saying I was too old. Was was there? Any, I probably was, but anyway. <laughs> was there anyone that that who was the best? Can you say who was the best? You have to say what they said. Who was well, the, mate, I tell I tell you who got stuck into me the worst, right? And uh, it was a preseason game, mate. Clem, David Clemmer, Dave Clemmer, the big fella. Yeah, holy, like, mate, mate, you're too old, mate. You're too <laughs> old. Give it away, mate. Just retire. <laughs> and so we ended up playing a bit of footy together in the Australian side, and. He actually, like, he's a wonderful fellow, Clem. Mm. I get along with him really well. And he's got a beautiful family as well. He actually come back, come back to me. He said, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for saying that. I was just trying to put you off your game. <laughs> I said, no, that's all good, mate. It's no dramas. Like, you do what you got to do. Mm. But it was all a bit of fun. Like, I had a laugh. I said, come on, mate. Like, seriously, is that all you got? <laughs> really? Is that all you got, Clem? Come on. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, like, back to these, um, you know, suspensions. That's, that's a costly one. For the Roosters, you know, and particularly now, like we we still got to wait and see whether Joey Manu is going to take the field. I, I couldn't see him playing. Like maybe I go to you you on this one, Kempy. Like hamstring strain, outside back, it's risky. Oh mate, I mean, I would be, I'd be honestly one of the most shocked I've ever been for a player to play to go to go hamstring strain where he has to come from the field, and then to put him on the next week. You know, I'm no physio, obviously. Shout out NRL Physio on Instagram, who's great. But you're almost guaranteeing a tear. Yeah. Like, if he's twinged it less than seven days before and he had to come from the field in a game that yeah. the Roosters needed to win, yeah, mate, you're, you're playing with that's, fire. 
That's probably showing the severity of it there, mm. like where you come from the field straight away. Like you tell straight away, he sort of bent down to sort of get that ball, and it was a classic hammy injury, wasn't it? Mate, he'll be lucky. Um, he'll be lucky to be back in two weeks with hammy injury. Yeah. Like so, but, so with him out, um, and with the way the Roosters were uh, have been playing in the last month, can't be like I've just, geez, it's a big blow. A huge blow, like yeah. to their chances to play finals now, because you know, with with all the talk that's gone on around the Ramados and you know all that sort of stuff, you can only assume, right? You can only assume that they're going to come out all guns blazing mm. in this in this in this matchup this weekend. I know Latrell's not playing, but I'm I'm assuming the playing group have spoken, you know, to each other and said, "Listen, we need to respond, and we need to respond the best way possible, and that's with a good performance." So that's that's a huge yeah. Given his experience, you know, particularly in these big games, um, a big out, Jared Corey. On the other hand, um, they're 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 in a slightly better position, you know, the Raiders. But again, a huge loss. Like he's been a huge part of this season, and as to why they're currently sitting in the top eight, um, I think the there has to be a few things go their way. Uh, go against them. Sorry. The Raiders. So they've got a tough opponent this week. There's no doubt about that in the Sharkies. Um, but they have to have a couple of games or teams below them win for them to, to drop out. So I think they need they need Roosters and North Queensland, I think is the scenario. They need both of those sides um, to win this weekend. So North Queensland playing uh, Penrith and, of course, Roosters playing the Rabbitohs for the Raiders to drop out. So the likelihood of both of those Things happening is quite low, but you never know. You just never know in this game. Oh, if look, if they can lose to the Para can sorry, Penrith can get lose to Para. Um mm. you know, and, and played poorly. And play poorly, and they've been playing not great for a few weeks now to their standard. What do we what were yes, used to? Their standard, yeah. Their standard yep. competitive. Um you know, it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. And Sharks, I think, will be looking to bounce back from last week. And I don't actually mm-hmm. even though the score you know, did, wasn't the best score, obviously. I did, actually yep. didn't mind the Sharks in that game. I actually thought they were pretty good for most of it. They just didn't have the ball, uh, which mm. is something that maybe Nico Hines could fix. Yes. Um, but, yeah, with, with Corey Horsburgh, what are your thoughts on the decisions? You know, do you think they're harsh? Now, I think Corey Horsburgh's situation, he had carryover, and obviously yep. Hargreaves had carryover points as well. Yeah, I know. Well, well, given the grading of it, like, it's a grade one. And so he was offered, what, three? Mm. Went forward at lost, got four. Um, it's it's a big price to pay, isn't it? Oof. It's a really big price to pay um, for that grading. But I, but I think they they sort of they they frown upon shoulder charges um, a lot more than what they do other sort of um, incidents where they where they they receive like a grade one um, grading compared yep. to a shoulder charge. I think they sort of they they punish that a lot more harshly than what they do other. Grade one incident, so um, it's unfortunate that 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 comes back to bite them at, at the very pointy end of the season. It, yeah, yeah, it's not good. Some people are saying it wasn't even a shoulder charge, and look, I understand that in today's in yesteryear you'd be going, mate. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. this is nothing, <laughs> literally nothing. But yeah, in today's game, you just you just can't. You just can't even get close to it. It's not even yep. worth it, uh, unfortunately, yep. which is disappointing, but it is what it is. Now, thoughts on teams resting their players. So, you know, 
you could sit here all day listing all the players rested, but just essentially any team that has almost guaranteed themselves where they'll be in the finals yep. outside of maybe Penrith, who is pretty much playing with full strength Yep. at the moment. Now that may change if that may change. I think if um, Broncos win, Yes. Um, but anyway, what are your thoughts um, on players resting before finals? Yeah, look, I, I don't – I'm for it, and I understand the reasons why, you know, teams and particularly the coaches are making these decisions to, to rest players because, you know, the win or loss on the weekend makes no difference as to where they finish. So mm-hmm. there's no real gain that they can get from the weekend. The only The only sort of team that would be looking to – gain something would be either Penrith or Broncos for that minor premiership. Mm. So of the teams playing this weekend, there's what Broncos, Storm, Warriors, uh, the Knights are resting players. They're the four sides, aren't they? Everyone else is pretty much, you know, they, they need their, well, Penrith have put their pretty much, as you mentioned, their full string side in. They, they want to bounce back from last week where they, they didn't play well by their standards. So they want to take some good form into week one of the finals. Mm. But with the Broncos, they seem as though they they're content to finish top two, which they can't finish outside top two. Mm. There's an opportunity for them to, to win the minor premiership, but you know, for the Broncos, big club, um, make huge profits every year. I don't think two hundred thousand, which is the the winner of the minor premiership, they receive two hundred grand. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference to them. <laughs> so, I, I think they're they're content finishing top two. Mm. which is why they're looking at the opportunity to rest players. The Melbourne Storm have taken out 11 of their 17 from last week, Kempe. Wow. So they're in the same boat. They're like, right, we can't improve our position into the top two. We can't drop out of the top four. So here's an opportunity to rest all of our players. Now, I've seen some comments from a lot of people around going, yeah, this is rubbish. They shouldn't be allowed to do this. You know, it's... it's, um, you know, what type of game are we going to watch this Thursday night at Suncorp between, you know, Melbourne and the Broncos? It's more like a Queensland Cup game. But you've got to look at it from the point of view of if your team is – if you're a Storm supporter or if you're a Broncos supporter and your team goes on to win the premiership, right, are you going to look back and go, I still wish those players played in round 27? Because mm. I tell you what, talking about the modern game, okay, just with that – and it's regarding, you know, Corey Horsburgh with that shoulder charge. I'll tell you what happens in the modern game. It is so easy to either miss games coming up through suspension or miss games coming up through concussion protocols. Mm. It is so easy. So if Kevy Walters runs the risk this week of playing Reese Walsh or a Payne Haas, um, you know, Herbie Farmworth, they're just three of what? eight or so players that he's taken out of this game, if they suffer a head knock, which is, let's just say both um, teams played their top liners, it would be a finals game come a week early. Yeah. Right? It would be high intensity. So the likelihood of someone getting a head knock somewhere, if they're categorized as a um, cat one head knock, they're gone, Kempi. Yeah. They are gone from week one of finals. So... Then you'd be turning around thinking, oh, geez, I wish he didn't play. Mm. I wish he was kept out of it, yeah. you know. So that's the that's where you got to understand where the, the coaches and the teams are coming from. It is so risky to play in this last game heading into a finals campaign where your goal is to go and win the premiership. 
And what's funny is that Kevy actually spoke about this and, you know, Kevy's stinging over this. Like, he does not want to rest players and not have the best chance at winning a minor premiership. It's not mm. like he's sitting there going, oh, easy decision. So, yeah, you know, that's right. and I, you know, I'd, I'd argue the same with Bellamy. Like, he doesn't want to go up to Suncorp and lose. Like, he, no, that's right. Like, well, you don't want to. You don't want to have a loss going into final series. And I know how competitive, you know, Craig is and Kevy as well. Like, it's been twenty three, three, twenty three years, Kempy, since the Broncos won a minor premiership. Crazy. So I'm sure they'd love to win it. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, and they'll be out to win it this weekend. But you got to take into consideration, like, just just how easy it is to lose players moving forward mm. through suspension. Well, there's injury, of course. Everyone talks about injury. Oh, you know, it's risky. It might get injured. Take injury out of it. The risk of being suspended and or ruled out through concussion protocols, you know, it's the the risk of either one of those two is so high in the modern game. Yeah, and I think as well, you know, back in the day, I think we used to suspend on intention to a degree. Like, did he intentionally take his head off? Mm. Whereas I think today the intention is completely disregarded and usually it is what happened. Yes. And sometimes on a footy field, you know, I, I, the, a lot of people watching, they don't actually feel it because they're watching it in slow-mo. But until you've kind of been out there and realize how quickly things happen, you could mm. go out there, literally the coach would say before you run off, run on to everyone, boys, no head highs. Don't even yeah. go near it. <laughs> but something can just happen in a split second. Boom, yep. you're gone for two weeks, three weeks. I mean, look at Corey Horsburgh. Like a quite an innocuous mm. tackle that okay maybe by the law it was a shoulder charge but you know when you look at it actually happening did it did it do that much damage was it did it look intentional like he was trying to hit his head or anything like that I don't even know if he did hit his head mm. he's gone four weeks yep that's yep. how quick it can happen yeah so you can't blame him mate you mm. really can't and you know for one week of you know not seeing the big big names and the stars out there playing I think. I think you can cop it. Once this week's over, like the fans will forget about it. They'll be so pumped to have their team playing finals next week. Now we've got some text here. Uh, hey, boys. Um, the resting of the players is great in my opinion. I'm a Tigers fan, so I watched a fair bit of rubbish footy. <laughs> uh, fair bit of rubbish footy the last few years. So when it came to finals time, I want a good final series with fresh players. The footy will be better. You also get to see fringe NRL players plus some young blokes get a run. Yeah, a couple of positives there, see? Yeah, I think so. And, I, like, I don't – I just don't know – look, I could be wrong, and I, I don't think anyone in the media can speak for fans because you, you're never going to be able to speak for every fan. But most fans I've spoken to, they don't go to a game and say, oh, damn, I didn't get to see, you know, one game I didn't get to see X player play. Like, I'm sure there are some, but I don't think it's a huge issue where the fans are getting completely robbed because how often have you heard a fan go, I saw this rookie play yeah. before he was a big dog? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we well we had another text in, and it's a lot like our last text. Beacon Smithy, I'm I'm a half glass full kind of guy. With some teams being able to rest a host of players, it provides an opportunity for fans and members to get a glimpse of generation next coming through. Like you just said, um, Stormer handing debuts to young Victorian born and bred Suofalongo, highly touted prodigy Jack Howarth, and potentially Coley Guy and Joe Chan, which are sons of former players, both Matt and Alex. It's exciting. Absolutely, that's the way you got to look at it. You're like you're looking at the next the next crop coming through mm. and know that your team is they're playing finals next week and, and all your stars are going to be healthy and they're playing. Uh, and also, you know, what's, I guess it's, it's almost um, 
a thing in rugby league is the baby Broncos. You know, they always talk about, oh, you know, the baby yep. Broncos when they came in, when all those rep players used to get rested and they would beat, you know, a first grade side, even though they weren't first graders. So that's, that's the opportunity for you know, the baby storm side that's coming in. And a guy like Jack Howarth, you know, he's, he signed a big deal last year and Huge finally deal. gets his sh- um, shot. Uh, Tristan Saylor has been killing it in reserve grade. Uh, then you've got guys like Sean Johnson's, whoever's going to replace Sean Johnson, you know, life after Sean Johnson. What does it look like for the Warriors? You know, there's so many things you can take from these games. Now, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty more rugby league to get to, plus our holy schnitz moment of the week.